eternity and the life everlasting. And it's forgiveness of sins that we're going to be looking at today. Our reading, thank you, Tony and uh, Yvonne, for bringing that to us. God is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. Later on, the writer of Ephesians says in uh, two, chapter 2 of Ephesians that without God's forgiveness of sins, we are dead, dead spiritually. Without forgiveness of sins, there is no hope. We're lost. You know, we all have a past, a past possibly filled with hurts others have done to us, stupid mistakes and decisions we've made, and things that we're so ashamed of we wouldn't dare talk about them. The fantastic news is that because Jesus died for our sins, we can be forgiven and find new life. Isaiah in chapter one reminds us, come now, let us settle this, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Though they are as red like crimson, I will make them as white as wool. And in Peter's first letter, chapter three, we find Christ died for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. Wow, we're being brought safely home to God, whole and blameless. You know, forgiveness of sins is central to our Christian faith. Why was Jesus born? To bring you forgiveness of sins. Why did Jesus die? To bring you forgiveness of sins. Why did he rise from the dead and ascend to heaven? So through the blood of Jesus, you would be seen by God as sinless. That's amazing. Forgiveness, you see, lies at the heart of Jesus's mission and comes through grace and not merit. We do not deserve to be forgiven, nor can we earn forgiveness. But it is by the grace of God. Wow. Undeserved and completely free. To think you're just let off devalues the price that Jesus paid. It cost Jesus the excruciating agony of the worst torture the Romans had to procure your and my freedom from sin and its guilt. The blood of Jesus is the only detergent that will wash away our sins. That is why Jesus poured out his blood for you 
and for me. Romans chapter 5 reminds us, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God has provided at great expense forgiveness for you and for me. So whether you sinned 20 years ago or 20 minutes ago, there's nothing you can do about it except to ask God for forgiveness, to receive it and praise God for it and to move on. We've been forgiven by the only one who could condemn us. So we're truly, truly free. To be free, you must let go of yesterday's mistakes to grasp today's blessings. When you learn to do that, you'll enjoy life the way God intended. As the hymn reminds us, we are ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Who like me his praise should sing? Last week, uh, we were reminded by Jim about we all have something that we need and all have something we can give. And receiving and giving is at the heart of forgiveness. We all have something we need. We all need forgiveness. We all have something that we can give. We can give forgiveness. Forgiveness is not just something passive that you receive but something active that you can give. Jesus reminds us in the Lord's prayer that he gave us, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. The Bible tells us that God forgives our sins, but only, but only, if we forgive people who sin against us. You see, Jesus' blood spilt for your forgiveness will be wasted if you don't live out that forgiveness daily by forgiving others. You need to receive it and you need to give it. If you don't forgive, you'll not be forgiven. There are no exceptions. But the good news is about forgiveness is that God doesn't accept you because of your pedigree. And he doesn't reject you because of your divorce or your deficiencies or your debts or your dumb choices. And that's true on your bad days as well as your good days. You are accepted. I'm accepted because Jesus died for our sins. And in conclusion, we need to remind ourselves that Jesus died for you. So you must be worth saving. 
warts and all. He wants to have you in his kingdom. So you must be worth having. God's grace invites you. No, no, not just invites. He requires you to change your attitude about yourself and any feelings of rejection and unworthiness and find God's forgiveness and then start to forgive others. Remember this. Jesus died for you so you can be forgiven, accepted, loved and secure. To what end? So that you can then pour out that love to others. Wow. That's something to think about. I believe in the forgiveness of sins, both receiving and giving. The question is that I finish with, do you? Amen.